Hey everybody, it's Across the Palmcast with Dave. And Abby. So, a uh, couple of housekeeping notes to begin the episode with, guys. So people, you guys, we, you see how people watch, watch the sh- watch, you can't watch a podcast. Listen. That would be funny, because our facial expressions are something else. They really are. But if you listen to the episode, we know you do. What we're going to ask you to do is, if you, if you listen to our words right now, please go to iTunes or whatever device you listen to them on and give us a review, because we only have one. And I know, people, I know more than one person listens to us, so please give us a review if you're listening right now. Because we'll love you for your life. And two, get hopefully help our ramblings get in more people's ears, which is good. Um, yeah, I do remember um, vaguely mentioning about like sending out postcards to people who leave us reviews or send us messages. That offer still stands. I have a stack of postcards from a multitude of places and would happily send them off. And she has pretty handwriting, too, so... Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, beyond that, though, guys, so please do that if you're listening to us right now. But also, you can, you can follow us on Twitter at Across Podcast, Facebook at It's Across the Podcast. You can email us at It's Across the Podcast at gmail.com. And please email us too. We need episode ideas because we have ideas, but like, you know, those suggestions are great because it's like, you know, it's something you want to hear. So we know you'll, you know you'll like it. As opposed to if we pick something random, be like, oh my God, like, I don't want to listen to an episode about lingerie. That's so weird. But, yeah, you learn something new every day on yeah, this show. I really do. It was a, I, I thought it was a very interesting episode, personally. I thought it was very, I learned a lot in that episode. I really, it really did. It was one of your favorites, uh, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. Um, but yeah, guys, so do that. Remember, we, you can listen to us on anything. We are on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Google Podcasts, we're everywhere. We're, we are, um, what's a word, a very fancy word to describe that we're everywhere? I was going to say plethora, but that's not right. Um, We're in a plethora of places. I guess that works. Okay, so there you go, guys. We're in a plethora of places. So please listen to us, review us, follow us, email us, comment at us, um, anything. You know you're listening to this, so if you if you are listening, please do what we're asking. Please, because we'll plead. And you'll get a, pop, you'll get a you might get a uh, postcard, too, if you do. So it's a big deal, I think. Alright guys, so today's episode is a um, Halloween themed episode, because you know, it's spooky season. Woo! Not my favorite, but I'm a scaredy cat. My favorite. Yes, she does love it very much. But, so, a uh, little fun fact I discovered the other day, it's by pouring the internet as I do at night, because I don't want to go to sleep right away, is Halloween, for a time, was a romantic holiday. Yeah, this completely surprised me, and I my immediate reaction to this, and Dave will attest. I said, I don't, I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> and I asked him for his sources, which he sent me, and it's fairly legit. Yes, it, it is probably a very special, special point in time in our, in the world's history that's happened, but I'm grateful for it, and I want to bring it back. Because I think this, you know, because I think love can be spooky, so why can't we put them both together and have an excellent holiday? You're just a hopeless romantic. I That's really, I really am. I really am. However, I am happy to incorporate Halloween into all aspects of my life. As you are, as you are. Um, so, uh, yeah, Halloween, romantic, which, you know, kind of makes sense to think about. So Halloween's all about communicating with the spirits. It's a, it's a point in the year where if you have powers, they might be heightened, right? So and why can't the veil the, between the living and the dead worlds is very thin? 
Right. So, for instance, the, uh, the um, Mexican, uh, Mexican celebrate Day of the Dead, which is a time when, they, when their ancestors, their loved ones can pass from, from the one world to the other. So that's a, that's a, that's a, that's that's in a situation of love, right? You familiar with family that you love, come back to visit. So I'm just pointing out there that like there is historical precedence for this being a thing. Um, it doesn't have to be all blood and guts and gore and all that stuff. So, yeah. You know. But it wasn't always blood and guts and gore and all that stuff either. It's a little bit scary with like communing with the spirits of the dead type of thing perhaps but at its core halloween is a harvest festival true true i, I think i'd probably be i'd probably be more in line with halloween like in the 1800s as opposed to today because you know there i was... don't know about that have you seen some of the pictures of the terrifying like masks that they made yeah and, like also also i can't remember if we talked about this last year but one of my favorite discoveries ever is that originally like jack-o'-lanterns aren't pumpkins they're turnips that's and, really like, small sweet. and there is nothing more terrifying maybe so I, i've always wanted to go to like an authentic oktoberfest the problem is, is you see there's krampus is there and i don't want to see a krampus because the other things are terrifying like really, I'm like I don't know. I'm like don't mess with me. Don't, don't touch me. I will. I will. I will lash out. This thing is freaking. I'm like no, no, no. But that's like Christmas. Oh my God, you're you're right though. I didn't make any sense. Why is it Christmas at Oktoberfest? Probably because it's Germanic in origin. Ah, uh, America. We screw things up all the time culturally. We can't figure yeah. things out. Anyways, I digress. So. Halloween is a romantic holiday. So Sarko had a couple of examples of how people, um, and she's right, it was basically, it was late 1800s, early 1900s where a lot of stuff kind of existed. Uh, but some of the traditions people used to do, love this one, Scottish girls used to hang wet sheets in front of the fireplace to possibly see their future husband. Um, I've never seen a person in a wet anything. I mean, I mean like a wet, but okay, qualify. I think people be wet before, but I haven't seen like any person in like a wet sheet or like a wet towel. It's never happened to me before. You've never tried any of these like rituals to divine your future and find your future mate. Although it's usually the girls who are doing it to find their future husbands. Yes, it is. I was just having a witchcraft discussion with somebody um, this morning actually because I watched the film Midsummer, which is. I know like, of it really strange um and there are a bunch of witchcrafty ritual things in that and lots of psychedelic mushrooms um mm. but a lot of those like or what's thought of as witchcraft is like young girls knowing at this point in time that their life depends on who their husband is uh-huh. and trying to make it as positive and exciting an experience as possible um because i mean they that was their lives they were going to get married have kids probably die in childbirth but it seems you know it seems very sexist to look forward to. Yeah, it just seems a little sexist but you know that's kind of what our society is like i suppose well yeah no yeah. that is what the society is like it, it was like rather St- it's horrible um which is why that I, I am not hugely fond of the idea of 
Halloween being romantic. Um, well, I think, you know, you can... Yeah, what's the word? Romance can be a trope. It doesn't have to be sexistly tinged, I suppose, though. No, and I, I do agree with that. But Traditionally. It, at, traditionally at that time with these kind of rituals and also the, like... Uh, it's all to do with eggs as well. You would, like crack an egg open and see your future husband and then you would hold a candle up to a mirror and get scared out of your mind. I don't like mirrors. That's, there you go, tidbit of information. Doesn't like mirrors. I don't like mirrors. That's one of the things that truly, truly scares me. Huh. Mirrors, and I'm really not fond of zombies. Yeah, I don't either. I think they're pretty dumb. Dinosaurs were real. There should be more dinosaur movies and less zombie movies. But that's just me. Um, I agree. Which reminds me, Jurassic Park can be a Halloween movie. Nobody, I can't lie. I, I totally watch it around Halloween. Yeah, but nobody else agrees with me. I go, no, it's not, it's not a Halloween movie. I'm like, yes, it is. It's a scary movie about dinosaurs eating people. It yeah. is a Halloween movie. Perfect for Halloween. That's what I say, so but... into that, like... Oh, I don't want to call them retro. But those, like, classic cult films. Mmm, B-movies. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so, other things. So, a young woman would, would peel an apple in one strip, which is very talented, I wonder. I, but, so that's how they peel it, they throw it over their shoulder. And supposedly, the peel would land the shape of the first name, or rather the first name the person they're supposed to marry. Which, is interesting. How would you, how, how... Not an exact science. I would say so. I can't imagine how, like, you would get, like, a E out of an apple peel. That's kind of hard to get the three prongs... And the apple peel, but I digress. I mean, you know, I guess it works. Um, so, next one is bobbing for apples. Apparently, um, yeah. Well, because okay, so actually, originally, bobbing for apples is more of the modern time what we do. Used to before, you used to tie an apple to a string, and you had to get the apple with the, off the string and use the mouth, which seems a lot harder than the water because the water you kind of you, it's kind of pressing against it. Holding an apple on a string on a stick in front of me, like a donkey with a carrot. Well, um, is it, I don't like apples that much. <laughs> do they hold them or are they station? Is it stationary? I don't know. You I, asked me like I was alive back then to participate in these things. In a former lifetime, you might have been. <laughs> Anyways, so apparently, so the first person to get an apple would be would be first to marry. You know, kind of like catch, you know, catching a bouquet at the wedding. That's all. It's kind Another of a old tradition. Yeah, it's just it's a simple tradition, and uh, yeah. But I was just surprised to know that like bobbing for apples is a more modern thing. It was more of a it's called snap apple. So the apple is tied to a string on a stick, and you had to butt get get that out of the air, which is a lot more challenging, I'd say, than the water. I digress though. So. Another thing was, um, this one actually has two different versions as well. A lot of this stuff actually has more than one version because it's kind of modernized over time. Um, but so what they used to do was, originally, this is funny, they used a potato for this. Um, but more modern would they use a cake, which is a little more, I guess, uh, I mean, I love potatoes, but I don't want to like dig in a potato for something to, something to find the potato. That's not really what I want to do. But they used to take, they used to take, um, a dime, a thimble, and a ring. And they would bake it into the potato or the cake, depending on what version you use. 
And if you got the ring, it means you'll be married in a year. If you got the thimble, you'll be unlucky in love. If you get the dime, you you be rich. Well, isn't that nice? That's like that's um, a Mardi Gras tradition too, isn't it? Probably, and Greeks also do it as well. Uh, Easter time, they they make a cake and they put a coin. In. If you get the coin and your piece of cake, you have good luck for a year. Yeah, it's probably it's probably something a lot. Probably all cultures have a very similar version of it. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Did you think thimble was unlucky in love? Yes. Yeah, I've been given a thimble before as well. So. Well, that's what what's her face gave? What's his face a thimble and Peter Pan? Peter Pan. That's why I was given a thimble. Um, Which I always wonder. It's totally off topic, but why did she give him a thimble? Because she didn't. He, so this is because, so she's young, but growing up and about to leave the nursery and she's a girl, he's a boy. And she's basically said, oh, I could give you a kiss. And he's like, all right, give it to me. Not knowing what a kiss is, thinking it was like um, a thing, right. like a, a, a yeah. thing of some value. Right. Uh, so she had just been sewing something and had the thimble handy. And so she gave him the thimble instead. I mean, I knew what the, I, 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 yeah, and I just seen where. Read Peter Pan. I, I know the story. I just didn't understand why she gave him a thimble for a kiss. Like, what does some kind of like some kind of symbolism? I don't get there. I don't know. No, no, it, it makes a lot more sense if you read the story. Otherwise, it's just like, eh, what does that have to do with it? I guess so. Um, okay, so um, to go along with the uh, apple bit. They also used to cut the apple open and count the seeds to let you know kind of um, lucky as well. And this actually this is a poem that came from a book called Katie's Halloween Book, published in 1931 uh, by Miss Arkins. Anyway, so it says, One seed shows you'll get a letter. Two a dish you'll be, you're going to break. Three seeds you'll hear some good news. Four rods you soon will take. Five you'll be disappointed. Six you're going to meet a friend. Seven brings you a surprise. Eight, some money you will spend. Nine shows Nine shows there's pleasure coming. Ten, you'll have something to wear. Eleven, you will take a trip. Twelve, some good luck will you will share. Thirteen seeds, you'll have a fright. Fourteen, your future days are bright. This makes me... You know what I should have done in preparation for this podcast? Because I have, like, a bag of apples in Cut my one open. at the moment. Mm-hmm. I should have chopped one open to see how many seeds... If you're eating apple right now, you're listening to this. You guys should count your seeds and let us know how many you got. And let us know what you're going to get according yeah. to this poem yeah, here. Yeah, I'm actually I'm going to chop open an apple after this podcast and I'll comment with how many seeds I got. I don't think I've ever seen an apple with more than like seven seeds. I've never counted the seeds because I also I really am not fond of apple cores. Yeah, they're pretty gross. Also, the seeds of apples. I have, I have a great fear of seeds. Well, apple seeds actually have arsenic in them, so. Exactly. They're bad. Lemons are the worst, though. Yeah, I don't like lemons, period. Oh, I love lemons, but lemon seeds, just no thank you. Mm. Anyways, though, like, just looking at a couple of these the rhymes in this, in this poem here. Like, how many of them are good luck? Let's see. Two is bad. Five is bad. And... That's funny, you know, 13's bad, too. 13 seeds, you'll have a fright. Yeah, I liked that one. I was like, oh, cool. And 
and also the surprise one. One of them is a surprise. Right. Surprises can be bad. It's true. Surprises can be bad. And also, like, why is ten years something to wear? What does that mean? Like, it's all important to have a new fancy dress if you're going to impress a future husband or a prospective husband. Yes, so. Especially Although, back in that day. This is this is dedicated towards kiddies. This is dedicated. This is a kids' book, though. So I mean, no kids gonna be trying to woo a husband in the th- you know. Yeah, but do you know how like brainwashy all these like kids nursery rhymes like when you were playing with like a jump rope and stuff some of them are terrifying really yeah i mean ring around rose is pretty terrifying well yeah and who knows the true meaning of that when you're like four and it's your favorite song i didn't know it i was like 25 i was like oh my you god a little before that i am oh god it's that's so dark and dismal um, but but so, I, had, I had a fixation with all things plague and yeah, dismal. Yeah. <laughs> so some other things we have here. Um, this is one of my favorite ones. So they used to take two chestnuts and put them on the stove together to tell if a match would be successful or not. If they both cooked evenly, you're fine. But if one of them cracked, uh-oh, that's bad juju. <laughs> Even better, though, if there's another option, they'd put three there. And see how the three matched up. I, I really enjoyed that. Like, I was reading that, and I was like, okay. <laughs> right? Right. Um, I love chestnuts, so I would just happily eat them all after. That works. Um, they also did the, the walnuts. They just take a walnut shell. They used to put wax in it and light it, and two of them, put them on water, and see if they both sell together. If they did, it's a good match. If they didn't, it's a lonely future. Is I it? really that one was quite like I, I really liked that. Yeah, the, uh, the 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 imagery of that one is kind of kind of cute. I think you know it's kind of like yeah. you know it's these two candles on water in a in a in a, in a nutshell, <laughs> and you you know it just I don't know it's kind of. I but can you imagine like going down to the local pond with your boyfriend girlfriend and like doing, that, and then one of the walnut shells just like goes under. <laughs> Pretty tragic. I'm not going to lie. I would put a strain on the relationship. A little bit. You can come back from that one. Um, what else do I have here? Uh, apparently, there's also a rumor where if you saw your if you saw somebody picking picking walnuts, they would be your spouse. Something oh, do- yeah, because you have to, like, um, the, I, that one I thought was hilarious as well, because you, like, had go around the walnut tree three times and then say, like, let him, whoever brings me walnuts, my true love will be, or something yes. like that. Let him that is to be my true love bring me some walnuts. And then if he brings you wal- yeah. walnuts, he is your soulmate, which, I, I mean... Mine was way more poetic than that. It was. It let was. him bring me walnuts. Yeah, I, you know, what are you going to do? Um, also, um... One of them called for a participant to walk backward in the bright moonlight while staring into a hand mirror, reciting an incantation. If done no, no, properly, no, 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 no. oh, but no, it, no. it gets better. If done properly, the face of his or her future spouse would materialize in the mirror. Nope. <laughs> that is a big no from me. <laughs> Walking backwards in the moonlight is fine. Doing it with a reflective surface in your hand is much less fine. And then seeing things in that, no, I'm out of there. (laughs) 
There's also a version where you do it with a you do it with a mouthful of salt and you walk backward down cellar stairs. <laughs> with a mouthful of salt? Yes, I don't know why there's salt in there. Um, salt is present in quite a few superstitions. It's very good for things. Um, I like to eat like, it. Uh, yeah, I love salt, um, but it also wards against evil. Yeah, which I wonder why. Although if you if you spill any out of your mouth, you're gonna have to throw it over your left shoulder. Mm. With your right hand. Is is, is it, it is it right hand over left shoulder? I don't know. I just remembered left shoulder. I don't know. I've been doing it wrong all these years. I could That's be wrong. I, I could be. Left. I could be wrong too. But yeah, so Halloween has some uh, romantic quality. Like I said, though, I really think there, there's something to that because you know if it's if Halloween's all about you know being your spiritual powers being at the height of your height of you know the year, then why can't those spiritual powers be applied to helping you find your soulmate? Uh, why not? I guess. Um, so I was very skeptical, and then I read the article, and I thought, oh, that was kind of nice. And then I gave it a little more thought, and it was the early 1900s. So my notes, because um, I did write down a few notes on this, like it's basically summed up as repressed scaredy cats which is yeah well i am a scaredy cat i'm not repressed but i am a scaredy cat so i get it yeah but they were repressed true and also still everybody's the bit the scaredy cat um but i that you know it was not anything that i had ever expected um i'm glad you found that article it was actually really interesting yeah, I, I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, this is really interesting. It was quite a shock to me because I, like, I always thought, you know, I was talking about spooky, but I'm like, if there was time, it had a romantic quality to it. Yeah. Which, which I will point out that one of my favorite Halloween stories is is a, is a, is, a, is the Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Oh, okay. Which has a bit of romance in it. That it does. I'm not surprised at all. I actually am very, very fond of that one as well. It is a it is a good one. It is cute. Um, which actually, way to Jurassic Park, a young Jeff Goldblum actually played Ichabod Crane in a short in like this like the, like the early eighties. He played Ichabod Crane. I have not seen it, but I want to. So maybe knows where to find that short, that film. I would love to watch it. Cause I imagine Jeff Goldblum as Ichabod Crane just oh, blows that's my too mind. Perfect. I know. Everything connects. Everything connects. Oh. All right, guys, that's about all we have for this. there is what, Disney film? There is. Legend of Sleeping Hollow? Yes, there is. One there is. And is, is go back to our mentioning Disney in, like, every single episode. I forgot about that. But, yes, there is a Disney version as well. Um, it, is a, it is a tale. Was, it, it's probably one of, the, one, of the true, one of the true most American folk tales, I imagine, Legend of Sleeping Hollow. I mean, it's, that's kind of what, you know... Going back, good old Rip, good old uh, Washington Irving. Yeah, Washington Irving. He was he was a cool person. He was. I read some of his his other stuff where he holds up too. Actually, he's a really good writer. Yeah. Uh, but all right, guys, that's about it for this episode. Um, so, if you have any opinions to let us know about, well, you need, you need to get a hold of us. I can hear about if you think Jurassic Park is a Halloween movie. If you know where to find Sleepy Hollow with the version of Jeff Goldblum, if you've tried one of these. Uh, Romantic Halloween traditions. If you have an apple, and I are now going to 
by all of them. I really except for the moonlight with the mirror one. I'm that, not doing anything with mirrors. That's you a little creepy. Yeah, I don't want to do that either. But I do kind of want to try the, the walnut and the candle and floating on water. That sounds like it's, it's, yeah. it's really good imagery. Um, also, if you guys have an apple, cut it open, count the seeds. I want to know how lucky you're. I don't know if you're going to be in love or not. Um, so yeah. So for Dave and Abby, have a great have a great day, guys. Happy Halloween.